everybody. This is the Drop the Beat podcast. My name is Charles Larita. And I'm Will Sarver. And we want to thank you guys so, 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 so much for listening to us beat off this week as you guys do every week. Um, we had a, a smidge of a, a little hiatus there just with uh, everything going on, but I think we're back to to beating it more consistently. Will, what, what about you? Has um, How have you been holding up? It's been a while. I miss you. I miss your face. Miss your smell. Yeah, I... I'm glad that we're we're kind of synced back up with the uh, our beat off schedule. Um, yeah, it felt weird yeah, 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 being patterns, so distant yeah. and not. Yeah, finally, I think our cycles are are now synced. Yeah, so we can get back to more consistent beating, which I think is good, and I think everyone misses us uh, beating off in their presence. I guess. Um, in a way, yeah, but that's, legally, yeah, but yep. yeah. Well, no, it's fine. It's it's good. Um, but now we're back, and that's 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 great. So, um, what have, what have you been up to lately with everything going on? Still, you've been going crazy over there, or, or what? Yes, definitely going crazy. Um, losing my <laughs> mind. Um, I need help. So, um, you know, oh, good. the usual hanging in. How you doing? How you doing? Huh? Not bad. I'm ready to jump off my house. But other than that, it's great. Perfect. It's really great. I won't talk you it's... down. So, okay, have fun. Yeah, we'll see. I mean the um. I'm just happy all of the cables for recording can reach all the way up here on my roof. It's kind of nice. Um, so, oh, you know, perfect. Just trying, yeah, yeah it's, just it's, I'm getting a little wind, a little, little windy. It's not bad. I have the pop filter on. But anyway, before I jump off my roof, uh, we have a question <laughs> that someone that someone wrote into. I'm not really going to to, to jump. It's going to be more of a fall probably. Um, but I digress from me breaking my ankles. Uh, we have someone wrote in a question, and if y'all didn't know this at home um you if you have a question for us to answer in a long format kind of thing like this or a topic you can go to charlesrita.com slash contact and there's a little form you can fill out with your name where you're from and then your question and if we pick your question we will send you a free mischief shirt um which people have been responding very very well to that because it's free clothing and our shirts are not lame and not cheap and they're cool and people will like you oh they're nice you know Silky smooth, you, baby. Yeah, you walk that into a socially distanced uh, setting with your mask on, of course. Maybe your mischief mask and a shirt. Ooh. Oh, my God. You just, just panties going to be flying from whichever gender you prefer. It'll happen. Trust me. I'm a professional. Anyway, will be through the air. A big old girdle going to go flying wherever you are. Dude, is that cool? Is that... <laughs> I don't really know. I don't Somebody's understand. into anyway, it somewhere. <laughs> someone's, yeah, there's some weird guy going to the nursing homes. Anyway, um, we have a question this week <laughs> written in from, from Ron from New York. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. New York, so New York, right, baby. Oh, baby. Uh, with all them skyscrapers and all the good stuff. That's... <laughs> He didn't say which, but I'm just assuming. I'm just assuming New York City, but it's probably not because New York is a very yeah. large state. Um, it but is. Ron writes in. This is actually a really interesting topic here um, because we've been too happy for a while, damn it, and we're gonna get sad. Let's yeah, do we it. We gotta bring this down. Yeah, what nonsense being all smiley and shit. So anyway, Ron writes in. Due to everything going on in the current world, I've been noticing that I've been turning to music more and more. While I've been in a rut, I did it was a little dramatic pause. I did there. I like why that. is Keep music? 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Why is music so connected to emotion, and why do people fall in and out of depression when they're more artistically driven? Ooh. And that's a that's that's a spicy one right there. Um, so right off the bat, the one thing I can see is whether you're artistically driven or not, music does have a very big part in dealing with emotion, whether it's positive or negative. But the one thing I've always felt um, is, you know, being more artistically driven, you kind of perceive things a lot differently when it comes to, you know, emotion or anything like that. I mean, it's that whole that whole thing where it's like, I don't know how to say this, so I'm going to show you in song. It's one of those kind of things where it's like, that's what we turn to for expression as opposed to just outwardly saying it. So I really feel like already being wired that way, people who are, are, are more connected to music probably have a different outlook on uh, emotion and, and things like that. And it seems like, I don't know, this is just me, but it, it seems is. like our, oh, okay, never mind then. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> oh, no, but um, I, you know, being a musical person, I know you're obviously fairly connected to music or so you've been leading me on to think. I, um, yeah, I dabble in it. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, it seems like that when things get heavy, it hits us a lot harder. I think, and we're more prone to falling in and out of ruts here and there. Dare I say, depressions? Um, I I don't know. What are what are your thoughts on that? Do you ever notice it? Kind of not that we're weaker emotionally, but I think we kind of perceive it differently because of the artsy fartsy nature of our brain. Um, what what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, and I, mean, I did say artsy. Could... I did say fartsy in there. Yeah, that's a scientific term. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, it is, it's an interesting point to make, and I don't know if it's, like you mentioned, I don't know if it's how, you know, we're wired um, and how, you know, we do look at things a little bit differently, you know, being in the art side of it and the creative side of it, or um, I think, you know, we've mentioned this on the podcast before about, you know, depression and all of that, it's just... I think that kind of ties into with the the industry and the the field of work that we chose because there's a high probability of it in a way because it is it's ruthless business. Um, yeah. So yeah. and it's yeah it's tough to stay positive if you're really struggling with it because it is a grind. Um, and we were just talking about this you know recently about you know, playing the game of social media and, you know, putting in all the effort and, you know, seeing very little return on the investment and it's difficult. It's tough. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, being I, in a visual, yeah. a visual medium like this and no one sees what you're doing, that'll get you sad real quick. You know, all that work. Exactly. For yeah. And it just, you know, it's music and emotions are tied together. In a lot, a lot of ways. I mean, people, you know, I think most people probably, I'm not a songwriter. You definitely are. You can speak on this, but it's, you know, I think it's a writing and, and songwriting and things like that is, is a emotionally driven task. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I don't write. Oh, I, I'm, I'm just no, a I th- caveman beating on things. <laughs> I, I think a thousand, <laughs> a thousand percent. And that's why a lot of people 
you know, they'll think, oh, you're just a songer. You just sit down and you do. And it's like, mm, mm, girl or, you mm, know, boy. Yeah. Oh, I like you got that in there. Um, yeah, sometimes, yeah, man, sometimes I'm just not feeling it. And uh, it's not something you just kind of do and turn the switch on. It's, it really is. Music is feeling. And for me, it's the most important aspect of music is the feeling whether it's the feel of going, uh, because that's a fat-ass groove, or the feeling of what goes into it or anything like that. So it's kind of like, you know, if you're not feeling it and it's, and it's not there, I mean, I've gone long gaps in time without writing anything or coming up with any kind of musical idea just because it's, just, it's not there. It's not something I want to force. Um, and I just, it, it's just that, that lack of, direction and just just not feel like being in a rut or being in a, in a depression kind of thing because i think the one thing i've really realized with music and even from a listening standpoint and i know this isn't just me and i know there's been a lot written on this kind of topic or at least something i've come to realize recently is any other aspect in the world when you're sad or you're depressed or you're trying to seek happiness you usually go to the opposite of whatever you're feeling you're you're you know down in the dumps and you need to pick me up so you go do something fun with someone or you try to you know eat your favorite food or anything like small like that to kind of give you pick up where, yeah. where music where music we wallow in whatever emotion we're feeling if we're happy we listen to upbeat music if we're sad we go even deeper with that and we list, listen to really really sad stuff which is very strange so it's almost yeah so it's almost kind of like you find comfort and healing in associating with it and i always thought that was very strange that's really literally only music is the only thing i could ever think of something you know that had that effect which is so weird when you when you kind of put it out there where it's like yeah i'm very sad i'm i'm not in a great place and i'm just going to listen to the cure you know or i'm gonna listen to something really depressing and really yeah, really yeah. sad and it's i find myself doing that all the time and i outwardly might not be like oh i'm, I'm going through a small depression or i'm in a rut but then i realize like oh this is a lot of sad music i'm listening to oh boy and then it kind of hits you and it's like oh man i'm not doing so hot right now um you know it, it just feeling is just such a huge thing i mean have you ever kind of caught yourself doing one of those things, whether it might not be in like a crazy, you know, extent like that, but have you ever, ever kind of realized something like that? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I, I, I exactly how you put it is, you know, I kind of listen to certain things depending on my mood a lot. Um, or, um, you know, unless it's for, you know, educational purposes, or if I got to, you know, listen for, you know, audition or something like that. But, uh, you know, it is emotion, emotionally driven choice sometimes. And, um, you know, and it, it's, it's, but it also comes, you know, you get in, sometimes that stems into a rut of, of listening to very similar things or playing very similar things. And that is tough to get out of sometimes, especially yeah. playing wise, yeah. because oh, we're boy. creatures of comfort, you know, and we want to do what we know best or, you know, um, you know, we tend to listen to just some of our, you know, a few of our favorites and it really gets tough to get out of that. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges for me. And I'm always trying to fix and change up is getting out of, um, you know, a playing rut. 
in a way. Yeah. I find myself yeah. playing the same things, at least to me, and trying to switch that up is tough. But for me, how I switch it up, or at least attempt to, is it comes from listening. Um, I'm listening to the same things. So I'm going to therefore play the same thing. Oh, that's a that's a great point, man. I never thought about that because yeah, if if you know, I'm in a in a rut or a depression kind of thing, it's and I I do happen to be writing, it very much affects that. So I I never really thought of that dimension. Look at you over there being all just whatever. Getting it. You you got it. But it it's interesting because I think the one thing to really take from it that I've always taken is you can fake happiness no problem, but no one ever fakes yeah. Sadness, I guess. I know this is like oddly deep, but the thing too I always want to say is is sad emotion isn't necessarily a bad thing. But you can't you can't fake sadness. Everyone fakes happiness. Everyone pretends to be happy sometimes. Oh you know, yeah, fake fake laugh at a joke that sucks. I mean, that's essentially I the do it all the way time. To fake happy. Yeah, I do it literally. Yeah, like especially this on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I don't think any of this is funny at all. And I just, no. you know, it's like, ha 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 ha, ha that's, that's great. Well, it's really good. Oh, we will. Yeah, that would, yeah, we know what to say. Um, but people, people seldom fake sadness because you really, unless they want like you know, attention, which is awful, and you shouldn't do that because it's you know it upsets yeah. people. But Sicko. but like, but yeah, people don't really fake sadness. You fake happiness. Um, but sadness is just so much more natural, I suppose, because it's you know, uh, just just. It's harder to cover raw. up. It's it's yeah. It's harder to cut it, cover up. It's very raw. Um, but the thing too, it's it's sadness isn't a bad thing. I mean, some of the best pieces of music in in history ever written were channeled from that. So it's you know the whole thing I always say is try to use that to your advantage if you're writing because man, that's such a big thing where it's you know you would never have some kind of a superpower ballad that's you know in a minor key and and be super happy about it you'd have to be feeling that kind of thing because again that is the most important aspect of all of this um and when music doesn't feel you're you're kind of missing out on one of the biggest biggest pieces of it so i think yeah. channeling channeling that what we would you know say negative emotional response but look at it as i guess your friend or your writing partner and be like wow yeah i'm not in the best place right now but um i can kind of put it out how I am and it's like you could really really find some like impressive stuff I mean that's you know 90% of a lot of the stuff I listen to is in minor keys and you know probably written in not a yeah darker and written in not a great place but it's like you get some really good raw stuff from there because again you can fake happiness you can fake a happy song you don't fake sad songs which is I just think very interesting um, it's the reason yeah. why all my I mean, songs are in, you know, minor keys. I have one in, one song in a major key, and everything else is minor keys. You know, um, yeah. I don't know if that says anything about me personally, but, but I just like how oh, they does. sound better. I like the feel better. I just, I just always I always kind of gravitated to that more. It just kind of was like, oh, this is it's so raw, and it's just you could do more to it. And but that's just that's just me over here. Um, that's just you. But we kind of touched on that a little bit on the last episode with. Um, you or I mentioned like, you know, because it was about, you know, what's going on in the pandemic and all that. And, yeah, you know, we, yeah. we mentioned like, you know, there might be some really good things that are going to be written and coming yeah, out of. Very true. Due to due to the pandemic, people being home, the hardship and all that. And it's exactly yeah. what you just said is it's, you know, 
there's definitely a, this is a time of sadness and for a lot of folks and but you know there might be some really good you know stuff that's going to be written out of you know from all of this but no i mean you're you're exactly right with that and that's i always kind of get on myself when it's you know with everything going on obviously everyone is emotional and everything with with just the climate of the world right now um so it's you know I, i'll find myself just kind of being like i don't really even do anything today and you know i've and you know lack of progress is very tough i mean obviously i don't want to put my problems before everyone else's because there are people having worse times than me but for people at home kind of trying to understand when you're in a musical kind of performance medium you know you thrive off of performing for other people and you know getting a reaction from them whether positive or negative or making people happy from that kind of a thing and when you can't do that it is a massive shock to your system um or at least for me it's like oh there's a big chunk of me gone right now because i i can't do that in my yeah. in my life right now and that that really sucks you know so when you take that away it's like what do you do and like some days i'll just be like yeah i don't really want to do anything and, and that's not me at all because i am constant non-stop working on something writing something video editing who knows what art whatever you know i, I do all that kind of nonsense so it's like the when i notice it like the absence of it it's like oh my god this is really really getting i mean again i don't want to put my problems before anyone else's because i know everyone is kind of in a boat like that but it's very weird being more artistically driven and having a deeper connection to that because you're not only listening to music um but you're creating it so you're not just intaking the emotion but you're also putting it out which I think is very important. It's a different dimension to the medium that no one ever really thinks about, whether it's paint, painting or, or dance or film or fine arts or anything like that. Um, you know, I had, I had a discussion with someone the other day where they're not a musician and I am, and they're trying to kind of tell me, well, this is how it is. And I'm like, well, it's, it's not though, because listening ears and performance ears are both very, very different. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's always kind of tough but i mean when you you know because i know you know we kind of have the same thing we go through we always talk about this off mic because no one needs to know our goddamn business um that's right yeah <laughs> ah! <laughs> um sorry got really excited just then but when you kind of you know see yourself falling into something like that especially now where times are just very very just unforgiving and tough and this world is in just such a weird weird place and we really are kind of just in suspended animation like we're in such a standstill now and that kills me you know what do you kind of do to put yourself at at ease with that you know musically speaking more so um you know are you do you try to play more um do you try to just kind of indulge in it more whether you're like oh i want to just work on recordings or i want to film something or, or do, you, do you kind of try to surround yourself with it um because yeah a lot of people are turning to music and if you notice there's a lot of popularity with the at-home concerts and you know people doing yeah, live streams sure. and things like that because their performers are turning to it as well so like i i kind of want your hot take on that what what you're feeling with that like what do you what do you actually do because i mean I'll, I'll talk about the stuff i'm doing but you know i want to hear william i want to hear you you're you're more fun you're better no i'm worse you're, no. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, you, you kind of said it. I mean, um, for me, I play more. 
Um, anytime, uh, you know, I'm feeling down or, you know, in a rut of some sort musically or emotionally is I, I just have to play, you know, and I got to play to enjoy it. Um, it's not like I'm going to be sitting there like, you know, reading through a book or, um, you know, playing, you know, reading music or anything like that. It's, it's kind of, I just, I don't have anything in mind and I just play, um, you know, or, you know, listen to, you know, a track that I like and play along with it type of deal. That's always good. Um, yeah, I mean, it just, I'm, I'm just trying to like boost morale at this point and, um, and it's the same with listening. Um, I try and go for, you know, some things that really try, you know, inspire me to, to, you know, to do more with, with music or if it's recording or whatever I'm trying to accomplish. I try and get that inspiration through watching, you know, stuff on YouTube or listening to some of my favorite stuff. So it's kind of like, yeah, I'm sure we've mentioned it, um, you know, with Victor Wooten kind of saying like if you're in a rut of some sort or creative rut it's more about creating the space yeah create that environment that you you know really you know get inspired and want to create it's about you know like you said creating the environment that'll put you in the right headspace or you know you know get your emotions in line um so that's what I'm trying to do is just kind of go towards the things that kind of make me happy or, you know, give inspiration. And then, you know, the work gets done at that, after that, you know, yeah, then I yeah. can really, now I'm focused on, you know, recording or filming or whatever that I'm trying to do. Um, but when you're not there mentally, it's impossible. You know, oh, I yeah. don't like to try yeah. and forge ahead. I'm wasting time. I'm not getting anything done. You know, things aren't coming out. So you got to just take a step back you know, and, you know, create that, that happy place. So, um, you know, what, what are some of the things that you try and do? That's, I mean, you had some really, really good points there. Um, you know, I mean, inspiration is, can be anywhere or anything. So for me, I've, I've noticed recently, I've been kind of finding people doing similar goals as myself, just to be inspired to be like, Oh, someone else is doing it. It's, it's feasible. Um, like I'm watching a lot of people just working in recording studios and laying down tracks. Like that's for me is, is just very relaxing, I guess. And it's like, okay, this is progress kind of moving forward. Um, I've been writing a whole lot, not even just music. And I'd say for anyone in a rut you should write because it's you can you know you're stuck thinking in your head all day about any kind of ideas any kind of issues going on um and they're just going to stay in your head and they're just going to kind of keep you know vortexing around in there um so if you just write it doesn't have to rhyme it doesn't have to be pretty it doesn't have to be anything like that just write anything that you're feeling or anything like that and you can find some pretty good stuff and for me it's great because i'll just start writing things that I'm feeling and it's like well now I can put this into song and that's even cooler um with that because I think you when you're kind of in a bad place you have a different writing style when I say bad place I mean like you know that like a more depressive kind of state you have a different writing style which is very interesting uh than you normally would so it's it's almost more rhythmic it comes from a different place so it's probably more soulful whether you intend it to be or not uh, but that's little little things like that um and just you know aside from writing and things like that i notice um 
you know, I, when I'm in a, in a more depressive state, I'm, I'm kind of less organized. So I always, if I can kind of start, you know, straightening up or cleaning and kind of putting order back to things, um, it, it usually helps me a little bit where it's like, okay, gets me back on track, derailed for a second, kind of gets me back. Um, but it's weird how it all kind of ties together, how, how our brains are wired for this kind of stuff. It's just, it's very, it's just very bizarre. And, and this, um, you know, this, this just current state of everything just really is kind of testing everyone, I think. with Bizarre with is the right everything. word. It's it's very very bizarre, and I mean I'm I mean I'm I always think of these things at times other than this, but this is you know a couple months now, and just you know people need to just kind of keep holding on and 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 persisting, um, because the thing is, yeah you have you have bad days and you go through some ruts, but there's always good that can come out of it at some point. Like what what good can you get from it? And that's such like musically speaking a positive. I guess optimistic kind of view, but I'm I've become over over the time I've become less optimistic and more realistic. But I do think a positive <laughs> attitude really does change everything if you can muster it up. And just the idea where it's you know more so like yes I'm I'm not feeling that great I'm not all there, but what can I get from this? Like what can I put this towards? Because that's a lot of powerful energy, and if that just kind of sits in you, I mean, you know it can exhaust you. It's exhausting doing that kind of thing. So it's like man, if you could put it towards something and and apply it like you know you don't always have to be in a great mood to write music or a great mood to listen to music oh but, yeah right but if you can kind of apply it and and really get in that right mindset you can do some just incredible incredible things i mean hundreds of years ago to present day there have been so many great songs written by very sad people which is so uh, yeah a weird. lot and the stuff hits differently you know it really really truly does but it's it is really weird to have anybody in the arts kind of community and just just the connection to emotion is such a big thing because that's what the thing is art is the display of emotion that you can't necessarily speak it's just it's it's emotion in like are the this is gonna sound so stupid and philosophical but it's it's emotion in like yeah, I know it's emotion in just, just like the rawest form you possibly can have because it says everything without saying anything at all which is just really crazy I mean christ look at van gogh i mean that was the saddest man in the world and he came up with some some pretty cool paintings i would say um and and just like yeah, any you know anyone like that right and it's i mean and, and it doesn't even have to be lyrical no not no I mean, not at you all. can like you like you just said you know uh you know expressing emotion but with no words yeah that's the craziest part i mean to me at least is like some of these some of these pieces like there doesn't even have to be any lyrics at all and you can totally grasp how the individual was feeling at the time yeah which is just insane that's wild yeah and it's it's the the emotion transcends the actual art form which is just insane you know um ha having to be able to get something from that from a piece of music or from a painting or anything like that it's like that's wild that's absolutely crazy because there's no other real you know mediums in the world that you can do that besides besides art i mean if you think about it's it and I, universal language i've always said that yeah i know it's I, a way, I agree. like we can always commute you know communicate across the globe and we all you know we can't even understand each other's dialect but if we all yeah. listen to you know a piece of music 
we can kind of grasp what's going on and that's that's just mind-blowing to me but i no, i agree and i always think music is the universal language more so than laughter because laughter is not widely accepted in all of the world so it's kind of like you know i would say some more people so got music. some crazy crazy laughs creepy <laughs> yeah like the big creepy joker <laughs>, laughs and stuff like that but you know kind of bouncing back to what ron said you know just him having this notion that he's noticing that he's turning to music more and more um and a lot of people are doing that and it's not even a, a conscious thing it's just you're listening to the radio more or me i'm buying more because i still listen i'm a grandpa so i listen to cds in my car because i have a cd player um you know i'll go to like our local kind of used uh, record and used cd plays and just buy albums and just listen because if i do like anything on my phone or my ipod i just automatically just start going back to the same 20 songs i've been listening to for the past you know 30 years yep. so <laughs> I can't do that, so it's good. It kind of forced me to listen to a whole album. And it's like, yeah, I've been buying a lot. of Now I'm, now I'm literally thinking about it. It's like, yeah, I've been buying a lot of records lately and a lot of albums and just listening a lot more and watching a lot more music videos or just videos of people playing. And you can see because, like, any social media we've been on, it's how many live stream concerts have our friends been doing or how many bigger artists have been doing the live stream songs and stuff. I see every day right. that I, I see them. And it's crazy because it's not just people turning to music – um, to try to find that positivity and channel that, you know, sadness. But with listening, it's people performing because it's like we got to get back to the feeling, feeling good. But it's weird because it's like sometimes having that sadder emotion does feel good because you're using it and it's just so strong, kind of thing. It's it's such a weird. I'm not a psychologist by any means, <laughs> you know, as you can see by the doctorate up on my non-existent wall. I can right see here. it. Yeah. Oh, thanks, thanks, bud. Um, is that but Microsoft it, Word? Yes, it was. Well, okay. it was from a cereal box, and then you oh, fill your gotcha. you fill your name in, and there's stickers on. Perfect. It. But but it's just it's bananas seeing how many artists right now are are coming out. People who haven't performed in such a long time and being like, yeah, we're doing live stream songs or live stream concerts or things like that. I mean, even people in film are doing you know these script readings and stuff like that from classic movies, and that's super cool because it's like we kind of have to get back to where we were without being there currently which is just so just bananas i don't know it's i don't know man it's weird but like have you you know again we kind of touched upon this in the last episode too but seeing people turning having this you know craving for live music and then artists kind of delivering with that where they're kind of getting back together with these little reunions and stuff like that i mean what do you think that's that's like for some of these bigger artists touring and and playing and now it's like that's just completely cut and being in a rut like that and being like what do we do you know i mean what what do you think the kind of weight is from that honestly yeah i mean like we definitely touched on it last episode but it's you know i think it's a relief for some of these guys i mean because they've been touring nonstop for you know for years that's very and true. now they finally get a break um so it may be a shock to them, you know, at some point, at least financially, most likely. But yeah. um, at least now they can kind of concentrate on some of the things they want to do and spend some time with family, friends, and but still have the ability to still give people what they want in an as you know, in an aspect like that. I mean, um, yeah, I mean it's, but it is tough. I mean, you and I are itching to play out. Oh boy, we miss I know. it, you I know, know, a ton. Um, so there's a lot of emotions wrapped into that. 
Yeah. But it's nice yeah. that we have the technology and the capability to do like these live streams. And it's really cool to see, you know, a lot of these big artists, like you said, like just kind of out, some of them out of their element. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. whether it's acoustically, you know, broken down or it's just them solo, it's kind of neat to see some of them, you know, in a different, in a different way. Um, oh, I, I agree. It's, it's kind of, it's really, really nice. I mean, uh, I mean, what do you think about it? I don't, I, I think it's, you know, it, it's a big change for some of these people, but I think that maybe, you know, it can be beneficial with their crazy schedule, but. Well, I mean, whether you're happy, sad, constipated or regular, I mean, the, <laughs> the, the real, the real, I mean, the honest, honest to goodness saying is the show must go on. It's yeah. we we have to be chameleons and adapt. Or you know what I more so say octopus because they have the, the cool pigmentation camouflage. They're chain. so much cooler and smarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah. So it's we have to be octopus metaphorically in this. Um and we're just kind of adapting to it. And it's very, very important to grow. And whether you're, you know, sadder in nature or not, it'll always get better. And that's what I think people really need to kind of understand so now for the question for you is and i know this is me have you ever gotten to that that point where being artsy fartsy where you just get in such a rut where no matter what you play or what you're trying to write you just hate everything you're doing all the time and it transcends (laughs) and it transcends into your everyday non-musical life whereas you're just so fed up with everything um and you have to kind of try to realign that because you're just in such a, such a depressive rut. And it's funny because mine, my ruts I get in stem from music. It's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, Superman's planet was made of kryptonite. It's one of those kind of things where it's like your home also hurts you, which I think is really yeah, weird. Yeah. Um, no, it's so true. it's like music is, is the like literally the most important thing in my life that I have, but it still hits so hard sometimes where it's like I can't handle a lot of it and it's like okay i'm in this weird rut because it's making me hate whatever i'm doing and it's just now it's crossing over into everything i do and i'm just very frustrated and i just and then it takes music to realign all of that and get back to how i was i mean have you ever felt that before or am i just a crazy person like usual yeah no yeah you're right that's exactly it i mean i find it a lot in studio work oh well it's very meticulous and it has to be very on point which a lot of people don't know yeah Mar- and it's you like know, small margin of error a hundred percent and you're you know if you're lucky and you're doing it on your own and you got your own schedule going you know that's a different scenario but like if there's if it, you're recording on a certain day and you got to record a certain time and if you're if if your mojo is not going is one of the worst things because it's no matter what you play you're not happy with it oh but boy yeah it's the take that they're going to use. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to hear it forever. Oh, um, boy. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so the, that's always tough for, I mean, you and I, we record, you know, we record with each other often. And we we both have our moments where we're not happy with it. Um, And once you're in that, in that mindset, you're kind of sunk. Yeah. Um, very, even very though the much. other person's like, oh, it sounds great which I'm sure it does to most people, but we're so hard on ourselves. Yeah. Um, but it's like this, like you said, it's like this vicious, you know, cycle and, you know, the way we fix it is with more music. 
Like, how does that yeah. make sense? Uh, it you know, doesn't. It's not at all. It doesn't, but that's how it works in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like for me, it's the studio stuff I get hung up on the most because it's got to be perfect. It has to be done now. I don't have all day. Um, you know, so it, it's just the stakes are higher. Yeah, um, yeah. But I don't know. What do you What do you feel? Oh, I agree a thousand percent because, I mean, you have to use snake venom to make anti-venom. Like, you have to use it to make the cure. Yeah. So it's kind of one of one of those things. And, yeah, and you made it made a great point where we're overly critical of ourselves and we're hard on ourselves as it is normally. So now it's like you throw a depressive rut into it and it's like, well, now just everything sucks. And it probably is not. It probably sounds great what we're doing, but we're just so hypersensitive and on edge. And that, you know, the perfectionist nature is already there, but it's like that kind of stuff falling into a depressive rut like that can really kind of negatively affect not so much your product but how you're turning it out and your work ethic for me at least so it's just like yeah it's just it's it's very very tough but i think um you know ron from from new york over there and anybody else listening the biggest thing i can i can kind of say is you know sadness is natural and it's it's everyone has to have it you know when you have, you know, I guess you can't just have good all the time. There has to be a little bit of, of negative in there or sadness or something that you wouldn't highly approve, I guess. But it has to be in there to, to kind of even everything out. It can't just be all up, up, up. There's, there are downs. But the thing I think people need to realize is it's not a bad thing if you can kind of realize it and 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 channel it for good or channel it towards something or add it to actually give you a push um, but it's it also is very hard to kind of get to that point. But once you do, it's like, oh, this is going to be some of the greatest stuff you've ever done because it's coming from a different place. Not that I'm telling people to go out and get sad, but it's if you're in <laughs> if you're in that atmosphere, so to speak. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing because you can still find the good in it. I don't know how you feel about that. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Well, hopefully, hopefully, Ron from New York um, was able to find some some of the answers he's looking for in this kind of thing. And he, and just remember, anyone out there who's kind of sadder with this stuff, you know, you're not alone. There's always other people, always other people, kind of kind of feeling the same as you. So I would like to say thank you guys so much today to listening to the Drop the Beat podcast. Um, if you would like to write in a question, again, go to charlesrita.com slash contact and fill out the form. And if we pick it, we will send you a shirt. It'll be great. It's free. You don't have to pay for it. You can wear it on your body. You can wear it as a... Yes, yes, guy. yes. You wear it as a hat. I don't, it'll be cool, man. Um, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, we have a big orange Patreon button on our website that you can check out. We would greatly appreciate it, and if not, we'd love you just the same. I can't speak for Will on that one, but at least I'll love you just the same. Um, <laughs> I'll have to think about it. Yeah, I was going to say. But again, yeah, guys, thank no, you kidding. so much. <laughs> thank you guys so much. This has been the Drop the Beat podcast. I have been Charles Larita. And I think I've been Will Sarver. This whole time? I, I think so. I'm getting oh, that vibe. Good Lord. Anyway, I I'll hope catch you guys. Sounds great. <laughs> I'll catch you guys next week. See ya.